0: Tow in the line. Yo! Coming at ya live from the Mob Voice Production Studios in our beautest, Maryland. Welcome, friends, to Tow in the Line. That's Matt. My name's Mike. What's up? Uh, if you don't remember. We host this show. We do. As few and far between as they are becoming, we are still your hostess with the most-its. Matt, a lot of shit has happened since the last time we did a show. Uh, I finished my third class at Georgetown, 98% hashtag ethical. Uh, Antonio Brown's no longer a Steeler. Odell Beckham's a brown, and the internet turned 30 years old. What are we doing? We're as old as the internet. Stunner, ain't it? Well, you're a year older, but I'm... I
1: am 31. Yeah, I'm about to be 31. That's right. Yeah. Do you think when...
0: Who created... Al Gore? Yeah, Al Gore... It was Al Gore and Monica Lewinsky Uh created the internet. Do you think that they figured that it would be used mostly for porn and Wikipedia? Hmm... Al Gore, yes. Monica Lewinsky, <laughs> <Moonlighten>. yes. Moonlighting. Oh. <laughs> she moonlighted. You know she did. She was the first star. That's true. She seri- the- I mean, seriously, I feel like the internet is used for very little else. Sure, you have your emails. Sure, you get your news here and there. Well, here's what I would
1: I would challenge you on, and it's only this, is that the one thing that's done more than looking up porn is Google searching facts. Right, that's
0: what I mean. So, Wikipedia, Google search. Because when you Google search a fact, generally speaking, the first page that comes up is Wikipedia, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're in college, you're not really all that concerned. If, you, if you're if you in high school, you're definitely not concerned about plagiarism. I'm saying more like,
1: who was the second, who was the third pitcher
0: oh, just random in ass the World facts. Series in 97? Oh, that's true. And you can
1: just type that in. Yeah,
0: instead of racking your brain and trying to, you know, have a memory... Right, but that's the thing. Do you think is, that made the internet has made us stupider, more yes, stupid as a society? We are dulled in our
1: penises and our vaginas because of the constant masturbation and, and lack there of creativity. Because you gotta remember, when we were growing up, and whatever, like if you wanted to like beat off, you weren't just pulling out your laptop and whacking it. <laughs> so true. Right. You had to think about things. Or you had a mag.
0: A zine. I, <laughs> Or you went to MTV late night at like three in the morning when they had undressed and stripped poker going. Yeah, but again, it was it was
1: like there was no it, actual stuff. Right. And it what was, we had to deal so with was soft what? core.
0: And what did we have to deal
1: with, right? The only time we could ever so see soft. a tit was through like Garb what would they call it? The uh, the snow? The T right, V snow right. through the fuzz. The that, HBO channels that you didn't get but the they Playboy still existed. Channels, right, 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 right. Um so I mean at the end of the day, right? Like the internet is making us dumber. It's making us Weirdly less horny, in the more way. perverted. I wouldn't call it perverted, I would just call it more easily accessible. Dude, there's
0: so many different types of porn out there yeah. that people would have never ever imagined. But you know, when you're scrolling through the little vids and you see something <laughs> random popping yeah. up, you click on it and you're like, Oh shit, I yeah. like this. All right, it kind of makes us a little pervy. Yeah, pig porn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's. <No>. <laughs> Something that I was thinking about is, like, we have to say things like, no, 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 don't look it up yet. Right, yeah. And that's how conversations happen, especially when you're sitting around with friends anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's normally, two, it's one of two people, right? You're either the first person that pulls out their phone and look up the answer. Yep. Or you're the one that wants to sit around and belabor the point. But, I, I mean, it's like, I don't know. I mean, that's where we're at now. And, and I, the other thing I think about that is, like, we we don't pay attention, right? So we're looking up information. So like, let's say you, you're like, ah, uh, who was the third pitcher to pitch in the '97 World Series? I'm just gonna type it in, look it up, and be more excited about your reaction to the answer rather than actually
0: fucking remembering the answer. Right? There's a process that you go through. So like, the name recognition in that case, the '97 World Series was between the Florida Marlins and I want to say, I want to say the Yankees. Charles Johnson, was Charles, the catcher. right? Dontrelle Willis was possibly the third pitcher but <laughs> um, well played uh, but still nonetheless like it's fun just racking your brain thinking okay this guy is somewhat relevant to this topic you throw that name out there then the two people or, or however many's in the group kind of brainstorm where it might get to and it's really cool when you can reach that point mm-hmm. as a group as opposed to looking up for example uh i was uh b2k <laughs> you you remember the band B2K? Of course. They they had that song, um uh crite. Uh Bom Bom Bomp. <laughs> yes they did. Right? And so that came on the radio, so I was telling Leah about that and somehow uh a, a Christina Milian song came up and she's like, I bet you don't know who sings that. You happy? I am so happy. All I right, love the song. And, and she's and I'm trying to think of it, she's like, You know who this is and she goes, it was Nick Cannon's first wife. And I knew who Nick Cannon's first wife was. I just need my memory jogged. And she had her phone out. I'm like, don't look it up. Right. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. And eventually I got to Christina Milian. Right. And so I felt proud of myself because of that. This song, by the way. So they turn this up. This is a jam. This song, you can dance to so easily. Right. And then I was driving to your house. Actually, this song came on. Yeah. Uh, and then the song immediately right after yeah. was uh, Travis Scott's sicko mode. Oh, Jesus. And it's like night and day. Yeah. I um, Also the internet's fault. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> the internet is at fault for what will to be? The internet art. is purely at fault for Justin Bieber. True. Hold on. Don't say it. Turn it up. Bump, bump, bump. There it is. I'm glad you got your bump in. Um,
1: no, the internet is at fault for most things. It's going to be the demise of our civilization as we know it. Uh, but I'm one of those guys that I just need the letter of the first name just to jog yeah. my brain. Yeah. Like if you would have been like, this is the starting third pitcher of the 97 world series. I was like, fuck, I could see his face. Yep. What's his name? What's the start? What's his start with? D. Dottrell Willis. Done. Yep. Got it. It's all I need. I just need a, I need that. I don't know. It's a sound placement. There's it's not a cop out is no. what it isn't. Versus like just being like, oh, Dottrell Willis. Right. Because you looked it up on fucking Google.
0: Right. Don't get me wrong. Like, there's, some, there's there's, some things you're like, I have no idea. Yeah. And, but, and it's going to bother you. See, that's the thing that kills me. Because when you can't remember it, one of two things happens. It takes up your entire brain capacity for the entire day. And you're just very annoyed that you can't remember what it was. So you need to get that out of your way so you can continue on with your day. Or you literally forget so much about it that you just forget. But I rather know. I rather know. Yeah, um, I would. mm, Yeah, do you know B two K is on on a tour now? Yeah, we were talking about the Millennium Tour. What's that? It's the tour. I know who's who's in it. I don't know, but I like the name of it because it's probably people from the turn of the millennium when music was bumping, bump, bump, bumping. I see what you're doing.
1: (laughs) I need you to stop. (laughs) And you're not mad. You're not mad.
0: It's been good.
1: Millennium Tour.
0: It hits Baltimore apparently. We should go.
1: <laughs> B2K and 2019 Millennium Tour.
0: Yes. Is it just B2K? Uh, Mario couldn't name. I think I could name a song that he sang.
1: It's nobody. It's like B2K. Is it R and B? Mario, Pretty Ricky and Lloyd. I don't Lloyd. Don't know the fuck Lloyd is. Lloyd's a
0: dude that had long ass uh, cornrows. Okay. Lloyd had very long cornrows. Um, Pretty Ricky. Pretty Ricky is sounds familiar. I couldn't tell you one song he sang though.
1: I don't even know who any of these people are. You
0: do. If you heard the songs, you would know. You would know a Mario song.
1: I know Martin. What's
0: the what's the famous Mario song?
1: Um, do 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 do
0: do 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 do. you talking about. Yeah. Um, I heard Luigi's going on first though. He's going. Followed by Yoshi. Stop it. Who did Mario marry? Princess Peach. There it is. <laughs> Ring it. um, Matt. Yeah. You want to do a... Um... Mario's not playing. Oh. Or are we going to wait for Mario to play? Well, I'm
1: trying to. I
0: um, can sing it if you give me the title of the song. Let me love you. You should let me love you. Let me be the one to... We're going to stop. According to our sponsors, you need to stop. Fun fact, we're still not sponsored. What the hell are we doing, Matt? Oh, no. We have to be the only podcast that's put out over 100 episodes and have not been sponsored That's yet. funny. We also haven't tried to promote this show at all. At all. Because uh, mainly we'd get fired. Yeah. Do you think, like, if if your boss. Any of my bosses. Anybody. Seriously. Same my here. My priest. My mom. Same here. Somebody at work actually asked me about it the other day. And I'm like, uh, I, I trembled. would you tremble <laughs> You can I'm trying to get the music to play My breath away Oh no, this is why it's not playing It wasn't Plugged in
1: or you muted your. I went to Ray J instead <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sexy Can it from the front I it from the back Okay That's when music was good though
1: <coughs> Yeah cause we could hit it from the front And hit it from the back <laughs> Oh gross Face down ass up That's the way I like to Dance twerk hello and
0: then yeah then, then we get into twerking. do you remember when twerking was a thing yes i do it's not a thing anymore no do you remember when clapping ass clapping was a thing yeah but at least that was fun it's the same thing as
1: twerking now nah, because the problem about twerking is that 75 year old white women were doing it mm. Uh huh. remember when t-bowing was a thing <laughs> speaking of which Segway, uh he got he's promoted to AAA. he'll uh, be starting a year in AAA this year he's a number listen to me He's starting in triple-A. I hear you. That's a movement up from his double-A, single-A, back and forth. It's true. Which is one step away from the show. I
0: still think it's a publicity move.
1: I think that if the Mets are bad again, he's playing 20 games this year. I would
0: agree with that because it will sell tickets. And you know it will. And every major news outlet will cover that event. problem is the Mets are not Good. an American League team. No. Because he could come in and DH. as a DH. Although he can't even hit that well, to be uh, honest, crank him
1: when he gets a hold of one. He's like Chris Davis.
0: All right, All sports. Right. right. There's there's your daily dose of sports, Matt. Um, we're gonna dust off a real old segment on this one, yet somehow keeping with the topic of 2019. This is the Rick of the week. <laughs> Dateline Arizona. All right, woman, oh, my God. gets mauled.
1: By Jaguar. <laughs> not the Jacksonville Jaguars, because they would have missed.
0: Wah, wah, Shout out wah. to Way and Alicia. And um So uh, woman gets mauled by a Jaguar while taking a selfie at a zoo. The story reads this woman jumped the barrier.
1: My funniest part about you saying story reads is that you're not reading anything, you're looking into the ether.
0: It's good. It's a good thing. It means that you're doing well. It means that you've memorized the story. I've learned. I'm a learned. I know. Woman jumps a barrier. So she is actually inside of the... uh, Jaguar pit. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And because we have to get closer to take an epic photo. Mm -hmm. However, as she turns the back on a jaguar, the jaguar then feels threatened. So what does this wild creature do? (laughs) The fact that you can do that is amazing. so impressed thank you yeah it, she it, she gets attacked by this jaguar claws are in the, her skin she is about to get shredded her ass is about to be grass son um when obviously on, onlookers see this happening so they uh, this one dude throws a water bottle into the pit distracts the jaguar and they pull the woman to safety she goes to the hospital um for uh for her her wounds now the thing that I love the most about this, well, two things. One, woman definitely deserved to get attacked here. This is all her fault and nobody else's. You said the woman deserved it? The woman be, yeah. deserved it,
1: 100%. Well, it's the same thing. Well, no, I guess it's not, because what was his name? Harambe? Right. The kid fell in, kid, but but the It was mother, a parent's fault. Right.
0: And, and so, uh, but on, unlike Harambe, uh, hashtag dicks out. Flopping <laughs> it around like Godspeed. Yeah. Uh, There will be no repercussions to the jaguars. The zoo tweeted out this following statement. The visitors sustained non-life-threatening injuries to their arm from one of our female jaguars. At the request of the family, paramedics were called. At no time was the animal out of its enclosure. Ellipses, which is... Dot, dot, dot. Please understand why barriers are put in place. You fucking idiots. Sending prayers to family... Fuck that. Fuck I would have. Right, right. It's your fault. You should lose a limb. So much negative publicity brought up upon the zoo. Oh, my God. So much. And, and you know, people are. Yeah, you feel the same way I do about people. Yes, stupid. Right. We, so stupid. We just, we're so worried about if fucking I'm the... oh, doing okay.
1: all these things for people. And oh, you know, humanity. My humanity is tied to nothing because everyone's a fucking moron and jumping into goddamn letting let their kids wander around a zoo. Fucking jumping in and take a picture with a goddamn
0: jaguar, you fucking idiot. Remember when, one, it used to be cool just to see the, f- the jaguar? You remember when people go to the zoo just to look? Right, just to look. Look, no touch. No touch. And if you had a
1: photo, like you had a camera, it's great.
0: Right, you took a picture of it. Great. But it didn't have to be you in the picture, you fucking chose. And even if it was you in the picture, you still had the barrier because it's, you know what? A wild fucking animal that can rip you to pieces. But some shit brick wanted to go and fucking make it on Instagram
1: live and then
0: should have let her die. I, I I mean you you don't want to say that about a lot of people but if I, she would
1: have died right then they could have killed the jaguar she, and the zoo did, would have
0: been sued. She she would have she would have deserved it. Out of pure stupidity Everyone makes mistakes. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Yeah. Every, yeah. If you're four years old and you want to pet the ta- the the cat, right? Right. And your parents turn away, and you're in the cage all of a sudden because you don't know any better. Yeah. But here you're a 20. I think I think she was like 30, 31. That's an insult to our age. And she she hops the the barrier because
1: she was probably either showing off or that big of an idiot. Yeah. Or or she just wanted to, the
0: the double taps. What's that? The likes. Oh, gotcha. On social media. Sorry, you know me. Yeah stupid idiot.
1: You know how I feel about all this. Like, it's I have t- no
0: more anger to give to the stupidity of the world. Like, when people walk off of clips Cliffs. clips. When people walk off of cliffs because they're chasing Pokemon or, you know, they are... Doing a stupid-ass dance from Fortnite or something like that. Did anyone do that yet? They've fallen off of stages. There's <laughs> been videos of people falling off of stages. Well, you know what? No, that's okay. Keep doing that because that's fun to watch. Yeah, you know what? If you're going to do that and you fall off a cliff, it's your fault well, too. different though. It's your fault I'm too. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not morbid. But oh, no, no. But it's still off. your fault. Yeah.
1: It's fucking Fortnite dances, man. We haven't even talked about that. That's a whole Have you show.
0: ever? Have you ever played Fortnite? I played,
1: I played a round. Does that make sense?
0: I'm like, not. I'm not good at
1: video games. So okay. you got
0: dropped in and then you died. So you know. Well, I know the premise of the game. Right. See, I didn't. It's know. it's like uh, it's like the Mockingjay. Don't it's like uh, uh, that one book series where yeah, The Hunger people, Games. The Hunger Games. But things. I
1: never watched it or read it. But I knew you were talking about. It's a good book. Mm, great. Uh, I never played it. I played it once and I got scared and I gave the controller back. I got dropped <laughs> in. I shot a guy with a level fucking fart gun. <laughs> right. And then got blown up by a rocket and I stopped playing.
0: See, there's too many people that just dedicate 20 out of 24 hours to this game. Right. That and and so I don't think it would be fun for me to play. They need to have like Fortnite for beginners. Right. The the nubs noobs. Noobs. Nubs
1: is your word, noobs is the video game vernacular for new
0: turds or or just new new people. Mm. You either way, people, either way. Hey, um, yeah. Before we go into our list, oh yeah, we have a list. We do have a list. It's a, it's a long list. So again, Matt and I are doing, along with his friends, the top fifty blanks of uh of twenty nineteen. February's list was athletes, <coughs> so we're doing our top ten. We want to make sure we finish that. We won't go through it too long, right? It's not going to be—it's not going to turn into a sports show, but it is a sports segment just because of the list. So <coughs> bear with us. Yeah. Uh, but before that, I got some big breaking news. Your boy got a promotion.
1: Burr, 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 burr.
0: I'm going to tell you what, whoever promoted you does not listen to Towing the Line. No. No, but I am an operations manager at a real radio station, so that's cool as shit right there.
1: Congrats. I'm very proud of you. You obviously know that. Big steps moving forward, um, especially with uh, the new house and everything else. So good stuff. Oh, there is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Are you ready to get into this list? Yeah. And I think uh, we'll go with you first. We're going to do 10 to 1. Again, we haven't actually heard this. Um, I'll go, you go, I'll go, you go, obviously. All right. All right and right. we'll start with a good song.
0: I like what you did because it's from the outfield. There it is. There it is. All right. I got to open up to my – well, you just dropped that really seriously. Here we go. Oh, that's movies. <laughs> my movies are so bad. Yeah, they're pretty bad. They're so bad, dude. God. Oh, Uh. can we Oh. Uh, – we'll do this after the list. Yeah. All right. I'm going to write this down so I don't forget because I want to update the listeners. Sure. All right, here we go. Number 10. My 10th favorite, most favorite athlete of all time is Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver Heinz Ward. Dude had uh, hands of stick and then he would just destroy opposing defenders with his uh, ferocity blocking down the field. So much so... That he knocked Keith Rivers out of the league, and they had to form a role, uh, no crack back blocking, which is appropriately known as the Heinz Ward role.
1: Very good. My number 10 is the Baltimore Ravens' first ever draft pick ever, and that's old J.O. Jonathan Ogden. Uh, Arguably the best offensive tackle has ever lived. Uh, The man was a mountain, and uh, I mean... It was just a. I saw him in a training camp once, and you just don't understand how big that beast of a man
0: was. But he was also like a fucking a teddy bear. Gentle giant. Loved him. Nine. Number nine, uh, you might be a little surprised at how low he is on my top 10, but Andrew McCutcheon, Pirate center fielder, MVP, All Star, Gold Glove, Silver Slugger. He is solely, uh, he's very much responsible for for pulling the Pirates out of 20 losing seasons in a row to three playoff berths in a row. Guy is just a fun athlete to watch. has a, He's a a great ambassador for the game, has fun playing the game, and plays it the right way. He had the, uh, for the longest time, you remember this? He had his uh, uh, unique dreadlocks that would come out of the back of his hat. Oh, yeah. Uh, he cut them, and then I, I, I just have never been able to accept them without the dreads, but... Um, Cutch. Cutch number nine. Number nine for me, Steve
1: Blake, former Maryland Terrapin National Champion. Sure. Um, and NBA journeyman, but had a hell of a career. No one saw him staying in the NBA for as long as he did, yeah. which was awesome for me to see. Loved the guy. Was just one of the best. Um, uh, he, I mean, he could drop dimes like nobody's business on that championship team. And in the NBA, I mean, he played with Kobe. He played with everybody, really.
0: He was there, there was a time in the NBA where white point guards were the shit. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about with uh, Rick, uh, Rick Steve, Nash. Steve, Steve Nash. Rick Nash. Who's Rick Nash? Rustler. Yep. uh, Steve Nash and Mike Bibby and fucking Jason Williams, white chocolate. You know what I'm saying? Steve Blake was just so underrated. We'll not get a lot
1: of talking, but I loved him. He was uh, a catalyst to that 2002 championship team.
0: Number eight, from your Pittsburgh Penguins, number 29, Mach. Andre Fleury Mark Andre Fleury great French Canadian guy just goes about he was a he was the jokester on the team he just played practical jokes on everybody all the time uh, he won the penguins first Stanley Cup with a miraculous save in the waning seconds against the Detroit Red Wings in 09 for their first cup since i want to say uh, 92 and just a great all-around career. Was the number one overall draft pick for the Penguins when they were poo. He saw them all the way through. And the uh, they lost them to the Vegas Golden Knights. But if there was a franchise where it, I'm okay with him going, it was Vegas. So Mark andre Fleury, just an all-around good dude when it comes to playing the game.
1: Future Hall of Famer. And he went to the Stanley Cup in the first year of a fucking
0: startup team. So that was... He went to three Stanley Cups in a row. Because he went to two in a row with Pittsburgh. And then the next year with... Insanity. Yeah. Stud. Number eight.
1: A Baltimore legend. Johnny Unitas. Best quarterback of all time. That
0: people don't realize.
1: He... um, Obviously, I didn't get to watch him play. Because he played way before my time. But he is what Baltimore sports is. Him and Brooks Robinson are the uh, the yin and yang of lore, and I grew up knowing about him and just everything he did, and he revolutionized the sport that we see today, and that's why his statue stands
0: outside Ravens Stadium. Number eight, Johnny Yu. Number seven for me is Troy Polamalu. That guy just was a whole hell of a lot of fun to watch play football for the Steelers forever. Uh, they traded up to get him out of USC. Had no idea who he was at the time. And then you just see this Polynesian dude with this curly hair come flying, literally jumping over lines of scrimmages, diving, making one-handed interceptions. He changed the way that the safety position was played, because before then, they were usually back uh, deep in the secondary, but when Paul came about, he was all over the field, including up at the line of scrimmage. You had to know where number 43 was at all times. He's coming up for the Hall of Fame, Matt. You don't think he's the first ballader. I don't. I say you're wrong. Though we'll find out. Th- I mean, we'll find well, out. But he. I is hope a, you wouldn't tell me
1: otherwise. If he you'd... is a Hall of Famer.
0: We'll see when he gets in.
1: Um, my number seven is uh, not a Hall of Famer in any capacity, but a uh, a Raven I grew up watching for a while, and that's Jermaine Lewis. Old the J. germ. It's not what they called him in Pittsburgh. It is great. <laughs> Quiet your mouth. Or I'm going to go back on your little bitch-haired, long crybaby, Jermaine Lewis. Uh, one of the. Probably one of the better kick returners. Premier of,
0: returners, yeah.
1: He, um, The the story goes is that he uh, his wife um, had a miscarriage during the middle of the year. He missed a couple games. And then he came back and he had two kickoff returns for touchdowns in the subsequent games and just so happened to have a third one in a game we would call the Super Bowl against mm. the New York Giants. And so just kind of for a tough year for him, the way he did it and the way he held himself... Um, He'll always be be beloved in
0: Baltimore. Also, UM University of Maryland grad. So, Jermaine Lewis, number seven. Very good. Number six for me is Jerry Rice. Growing up, believe it or not, I was a huge 49ers fan. Steve Young, Jerry Rice were the balls to me. Uh, Jerry Rice is the greatest to ever do it. And you can argue any other wide receiver, and I will take Jerry Rice all day, every day, and twice on Sunday because that's when most NFL games are played. (coughs) Okay. Thanks for coughing right into mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that's good.
1: Number six. A capital's great. Peter Bondra. Ooh. Yeah. A lot of people The Russian that. rocket? It's not Russian. No, that's Pavel Bure. Yeah, stop, stop. Where's Bondra? Stop interrupting me. Is he Czech? No, he's Slovakian. Um, Peter Bondra is my number six because I grew up in the... When I started watching hockey, it was because I watched Mighty Ducks. And then... Uh, being in this area, um, the most local team was the Capitals. Now, Baltimore didn't have a pro hockey team, which sucked. Uh, but I will say that when I started following the Capitals, I met Oli the goalie. He came to my elementary school, shook my hand, so I just started following them like crazy. Bondra was the number one guy. Dude was a, a goal scorer, a good guy. Everyone loved him. Um, very underrated hockey player.
0: Quack, quack, quack. Mr. Ducksworth. name the movie that this song is in. It's in a bunch of movies. Without a paddle. All right, number five. Sidney Crosby Top 3 hockey player of all time He's getting there He's get... uh. the, the shit that that kid does Is amazing I was at his first game ever in Pittsburgh uh, My brother and I got standing room tickets At the old Civic Arena The igloo that they used to call it And just right from jump You knew he was a generational talent Sick abilities Can see the ice like Like nobody I've ever watched play hockey before um, and he's just a good dude in the community, too. You, you've never heard of him getting in trouble. He spends a lot of time with uh, children. He puts on hockey camps uh, all the time, donates tons of money to different organizations. Sidney Crosby, a first ballot Hall of Famer. Number
1: five. Satchel Paige. Nice! One of the greatest, if not the best pitcher that people don't never got to hear or see. And watch what he was able How to do. How about
0: this one of the greatest pitchers of all time? Yeah, that's what I said. You said that people didn't see her. Or... I don't know,
1: Mike. Maybe you stop interrupting me every time I'm I start talking.
0: I'm this time.
1: The the one I did interrupt. Jesus Christ, you're unfucking believable. Satchel Paige was um, a Negro League baseball player that was so goddamn good that even during a time of segregation and racism and and and. I mean, the worst time... Um, I mean, the sports... Listen, was played in the 30s, 40s, 50s. Like, he was one of, like, those guys that... Before Jackie Robinson did what he did, he was doing it better and crazier. Well, he did it in the Negro League. I know. That's what I'm trying to say. But, you like, know. he should have been... He ended up getting pulled up near the end of his career. He did, right. And he, he still... He pitched... Good. He str- I mean, he struck... People out at fifty. There's legend lore that said that
0: he was pitching. They finally let him play at the age of fifty. I was going to say he pitched well into his late forties, and and maybe even at fifty, which
1: is insanity for those that don't follow sports. But Satchel Paige um, is a god when you think of of pitchers. You know, everyone wants to talk about Cy Young, blah blah
0: blah. Uh, But Satchel Paige was number forty-eight on my list, by the way. Number four for me. Now you've heard my ten through ten through five, and I've only had one baseball player. That changes now. Number four is Vladimir Guerrero. This dude could flat out rake. Wherever the pitch was, it didn't matter if it was uh, below his knees or up and out of the zone. He could just flat out flick his wrist and send the ball wherever he wanted to. That on top of the fact that he played a hell of a right field and had a cannon for a arm. Uh, Whenever you saw Vladdy play, it was pure joy and so much fun to watch. Future Hall of Famer. Great. Oh, and Montreal Expo. And his son's playing, and he
1: didn't wear batting gloves. No, he... D- Very good. No, Thank he you. did not. All right, number four for me. Um, he'd be higher. Um, he was just maybe the best baseball player I've ever seen, without question, actually, and that's Ken Griffey Jr. Loved Griffey. I mean, yeah, I realized, like, there was a time when there was two juniors playing in the... Uh, in Major League Baseball, and that was Ken Griffey and Cal Ripken, and those two just made baseball fun as kids. Um, He's obviously in the hall, but if he didn't get hurt, he would have been without question the best Bills baseball player of all time. So Griffey was just an amazing ball player. Loved him. Um, The hat backwards, the fucking necklace. When he slid in the home against the Yankees to win the game, it was
0: insanity. Number three for me, the guy they called the kid. Hmm, Who's that? Ken Griffey Jr. Hello. I wear my hat backwards to this day because of him. He was a cocky SOB at the plate with his little shoulder shimmy. But man, he had the sweetest, smoothest, silkiest swing I have ever seen in my life. When he got a hold of a ball, it just went. And like, he came up in a time during the steroid era with McGuire and Sosa and Bonds. All of them chasing the home run records. And, and Griffey did it the right way. And he was always a, a third when it came to the home run race. But damn... That kid could play, like you said. He was just so much fun to watch. Um, hearing uh, the call when when he scored. Um, oh, what's the Seattle uh, Mariners legendary broadcaster? I, don't know, I, I forget. Remember. But if you, uh, he's it's in a it's in a Mclemore song. It's My Oh My is what it was called. Of course it is. Uh, but man, Griffey was the best. Ken Griffey Jr. was the best. He came to the Reds for a while. Um, forever, he will always be, in my mind, a Seattle Mariners. Yeah, of course. Um, Number three for me,
1: uh, talking about that national champion 2002 Maryland team, uh, the real spearhead of all of it was Juan Dixon. Juan! Um, I have his autograph, which is cool. Uh, The guy was just a good guy. Um, Both his parents died early, tragically, and he just kind of kept going. Raised raised his family, did his best by... um, what was you know his craft in basketball he was never the biggest guy but the the motherfucker could just shoot local kid right yeah again like from where is he from he's from Baltimore I can't remember where but uh yeah no I mean obviously my trend here is that a lot of these guys are from Maryland yeah of course but uh Juan Dixon man I I loved watching him play had a little bit of an NBA career but he will forever be known uh, as a Maryland
0: Terp number two this may come as a little bit of a surprise uh, to you, but maybe not. Uh, Roberto Clemente. Roberto Clemente, for what it's worth, was arguably the most talented, gifted player to ever play the game. He hit. He hustled. He could play right field like no other could play right field. He would throw the ball from the wall to third base on the fly, no hop. Mm. Um, He ended his career with exactly 3,000 hits. There's a legendary photo of him standing at second base, uh, tipping his helmet to the crowd as he achieved his 3,000th hit, only because a career and a life cut much too short for on New Year's Eve. He took a plane full of supplies to his home in Puerto Rico after a hurricane destroyed it. The plane went down in a crash. They sent the, one of the largest manhunts looking for his body. It was never recovered. Uh, Roberto Clemente, a legend on and off the baseball field. Uh, the legend was passed on to me through my father. Uh, and it, that kind of just puts him up a little bit higher on my list because of that. Yep. But when you see what he did, the abilities he had, and just how he left us way too soon, you know, yep. legend. All-time great Very good uh, My number two Is
1: Probably the best Catcher in Orioles history But a guy that's Kind of under the Not a Hall of
0: Famer His name is Chris Hoyles
1: It's um, <laughs> good This is my yeah, favorite list. list I love it. Yeah
0: Chris Hoyles but People I, I, I bet you I, I would go out on a limb And I'm sorry for interrupting And say that You would be one of Maybe ten people In the world That have Chris Hoyles On their There's a list. lot
1: of Orioles fans say, really? That
0: loved Chris Hoyles All right the man hit two
1: grand slams in a game. Um, he owned Randy Johnson during an era where the Mariners and the Orioles were at the top of their divisions. Sure, um, he was just a guy that played the position well. Everyone loved him. He caught Musina's great game, right? Like he was just the best catcher we've ever had, without question. Wow. Um, he won't get in the hall, but that's man. how good he was. Awesome. Um, so we're on our number one. Yes. I have all of your list so it's not fair but I think I can guess who your number 1 is. Yeah, I mean,
0: I guarantee you can guess right. who my number 1 is. But I, th- I have
1: no ch- no shot at guessing who your number 1 right. is cuz you would My number 1's interesting. I think people didn't expect it even though he's a Hall of Famer. All right. Uh, my number
0: but my number 1 is Cal Ripken Jr. Baltimore Orioles shortstop uh forever number 8. He's the reason why in any sport I've ever played ever. I wore the number 8 all the time if the number eight was not available I wore some multiple of the number eight Uh, just the Iron Man streak in and of itself was awesome Um, man I could go on but I'm not you know just the greatest shortstop in my mind
1: that's fair I mean he was obviously he was my number somewhere in my teens I Ripken the reason I didn't put Ripken in my top ten and as a Baltimore fan and like growing up in the area. Uh, he was Mr. Baltimore, but once he got out of baseball, he became a bit of annoying um, person. So it just he moved... I mean, he's still in my top 50. Yeah. Uh, but when he called a Orioles-Yankees playoff game and basically rooted for the Yankees, I was like, dude, what are
0: you fucking doing? Interesting. I digress.
1: My number one is newly inducted... Well, uh, recently asked to be in the Hall of Fame, Mr. Edward Reed.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Ed Reed that makes sense. Reed
1: was... You, you said Palomalu revolutionized the safety, but Ed Reed changed the game. And I think with the way that I've never seen somebody do what he did on the field um, with getting into a quarterback's mind. You were working, because Ed Reed could sack a quarterback, they put him on a, uh, a blitz. But you ask any quarterbacks like Manning or Brady or Breeze or anybody that played against Ed Reed. He was the biggest mind fuck to a generation of great quarterbacks, and what he could do and read the patterns and know exactly what each quarterback was going to do, just was a testament to why
0: he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. So, the word ball hawk comes yeah, to mind. When he you is think the of Ed ball Reed. hawk, right? Uh, and that's he came he came from the University of Miami. Yep. Whenever they were the U, yeah, right? oh yeah, he was part of that that crew that right was after swagging. Jeremy Shockey. And oh, them. the shocker, yeah, yeah, all those guys. It's a great list. It's a great top ten for both of us. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just cool to see, uh, the wide variety of athletes that we have. You know, like not all of yours are Baltimore, not all of mine are Pittsburgh, and, uh, but clearly you can kind of see which sports we, you know, le- um uh, deviate towards. Your number one is an Oriole. It is an Oriole. It's I, crazy. I was the biggest Orioles fan growing up. I got half, half my shit is Oriole shit, Matt. You know this. I, I know. All right, uh, so very good. As we wrap up the show, I have an update real quick. Um, So, uh, it was my goal this year to read a book. I haven't read a book in two and a half years, Matt. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, I am proud to announce that I have finished my first book of the year. And I am halfway through my second book of the year. Let me ask you, Ricky. How many books have you read? One. How far are you on your second one? Am I winning? No, you'll never win. But I have, like, four other books that I'm halfway through. If I could draft somebody to be on my reading team, I have the perfect person. Me? Uh, no. That's kind of fucked up. I'm sorry, but this—one of my coworkers, her name's Kate, uh, she read 274 pages on Saturday. Great. Uh, I have a friend
1: named Sarah who read um, 170 books last year. did th- Nope. Mm, mm, mm. You lost. I just because she read two hundred ninety five pages. In a dig- she didn't read one hundred
0: seventy yeah. books.
1: Yeah, she did. No, she didn't. Yeah, she did.
0: No, she didn't.
1: Are you seriously gonna do this? Let's do it. Do what? Do I gotta like, pull up the facts? That's the not only the thing you're gonna pull up. Yeah, I'm gonna pull out your fucking eyes. You fucking. Ass. All right. Shout outs, Shizzy. Shout out to people that are on my reading team because we whooped the shit out of Mike in his book
0: and a half. Shout out to uh, my my old boss Dan. Took a new job. Congrats. So that's kind of why I got a promotion. Shout out to Leia, who is uh,
1: traveling back to Jacksonville from Ohio, who needs to download this podcast. She told me to tell her to do that,
0: so that way she can listen to it on the plane ride home tomorrow morning. Shout out to Kate, who read 174 pages to crush my 47. God damn it. Bye!